gets it even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 220 for February 14th, 2019. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Hi, Nico. Happy Valentine's Happy Day, buddy. Valentine's Day. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it is our Valentine's Day spectacular. <laughs> it, it is. It's the we're still single spectacular. Oh, I'm okay with that, though. I'm totally fine, yeah. man. God. I'm past that point in my life where I get depressed on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm done with that. I used to. Like really? back in the day. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It would be like, oh, look at all the fun everybody's having. But as yeah. I've grown older, the more I realize ninety percent of relationships are miserable. They are. So what's the point? Yeah. You know? I like haven't talked to people. Danny. I should. We should have asked Danny to come on tonight. I hope he's not sitting home alone. I doubt it. I doubt it. I too. mean, he's the hot one of the three of us. <laughs> oh, please! He's the Casanova. <laughs> he is the two cents Casanova. No way he doesn't have a date tonight. I'm sure he does. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he's got a couple. I'm he sure he's might. right now. He's spending time contemplating which one to go with. He should. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't have any dates though tonight. No. Rob didn't even realize it was Valentine's I, Day. I really didn't. <laughs> I have not felt good for the last week, so. I'm sorry to hear that. <clears throat> yeah, I got, well, I had sinus infection and strep, all that good stuff. The strep, too? Yeah, I had the strep. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. No. How'd you get that? Who knows? Mm. Look at that shit shithole German-fested place I work at. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing <laughs> that's where it came from. I could see. Not all that time you spent on the farm, calves giving birth. No. That well, that's what we were going to talk about, too. <laughs> like, the friends that I have are single. The one, my, my best friend who uh, farms, it's calving season for him. So he's he does these weird hours. Like, he's got to check about every four hours. So, I mean, that involves middle of the night, going out at midnight and coming home at 2, and then going back out at maybe 5 and coming back home at 9. So he just sleeps when he can. So I was asking Rob before we started the show what calving means, and I did not realize (laughs) that it's a very elaborate thing for farm people. Yeah. So tell us about calving season, Rob. It's that time of year. Where the the baby cows are being born, or calves. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that way, they are able to grow up and get fat over the summer, and then can be sold late summer, early fall, or be ready for fair. You know, it's, you got the, the county fairs to get ready for. And what, wait, what happens at the county fairs? Um, the, the best, the best of the, the looking animals will get sold for a, a premium price. So. Okay. You know, and so for, people like for, prepare the. It's like film festivals except for live animals. Yeah, it's like you spend a year preparing. For yep. the, actually, over a year, right? Because you have to make you have to mate the cows first. Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure that's a sexy time. What year is? Uh, what part of the year is mating season? Uh, it's about eight or nine months prior to now. Got it. So that makes sense. You know, I guess late summer. 
Mm. Uh, and so they're sold off to like they're they're working. Are they going to be eight? Well, what's the deal? So yeah, some of them might be fattened up to be butchered. Some of them might you know go to extend somebody else's herd to uh, uh, you know make more babies. I mean, eventually they'll probably be you know fattened up to butchered. Of course, aren't we around here? I mean, we don't have a lot of milk farms around in my neck of the woods. Um, but I mean, dairy cows to make milk. What kind of farms do you have out there? Uh, it's a lot of ranches. It's, it's open prairie. Uh, the cattle graze, uh, for their food and then people farm, you know, maybe, maybe do some, uh, raise some corn, alfalfa. What do you mean open prairie? uh, graze like that's it's just open fields that the cows just hang well i guess i shouldn't say open prairies i mean they're fenced in in these giant you know you're talking no i get you so you're just it's it's a bunch of grass yeah it's a bunch of grass and the cows just hang out in the the grass and do what eat that's all they do (laughs) and what do you but why because that's all they do (laughs) i know but what but what good does that do the humans that have them in the open fields uh that gets them fatter keeps them healthy so that they can breed more and then what then they do you understand what problem i'm having here well yeah but they'll make more cows so that you sell them but but it's just a random like circle of life situation absolutely so you just have a bunch of cows, and then you get them all fat in this big open part of grass. Some of them, will... so you can make new cows. Yeah, some of them, you know, maybe if they don't get pregnant, might get fattened up a little bit more to go to the butcher shop. I get you. This just doesn't seem that economically sustainable. Well, why it... would you have all that land if the cows aren't doing anything with them? But you've got to realize a cow can go for, you know. Upwards of fifteen two thousand dollars. Fifteen hundred for what purpose? To make more cows. I <laughs> I mean you have to realize people eat we eat beef. I mean I know it's I know it's not it's a new concept for some a picky an adult picky eater is you. <laughs> but you said only some of them get eaten. Yeah. But what do the rest of them do? Make more cows. <laughs> For what to what end, Rob? Is my question. There's to never there, there is no end. It's That's like the, don't like because you used to like use cows to like push shit, right? Uh, no, wasn't that the idea? Yeah, we don't do that. No, those yeah, are but, those but turn they in, used to be. That's oxen. They, a, a working oxen. cow. A working cow is an ox. Right, but you yeah. used to put the ox in front of a little cart, and right. the cart would like plow your field. Right. No, you don't. So do I that. get that. No, there is but no now, end. That's the whole point. You want to keep your herd, uh, the numbers, from dwindling to zero. That's the so game. You, <laughs> the whole idea is just to have a bunch of cows so they can make more cows so eventually some of them get eaten. Yes. That's that's farming. Yes. In a nutshell right yes. there. You need to watch works? The Incredible Dr. Pole. I definitely don't. <laughs> you know, I was flipping through the other day on my cable. It was like on Saturday night at uh, 12 o'clock. There's Dr. Pole on Nat Geo. <laughs> yeah, Nat Geo and- Wild, the incredible Dr. Pole. I tell you what, the, the show will blow your mind, folks. This is the new reality TV that I watch. Yeah, he loves this show. He's you've been watching this show for a long time. I right? have. I got I got caught well, I got sucked into a marathon over the fourth of July weekend uh this past year 
And there are 14 seasons now, and I've seen every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted me to watch this a couple weeks ago, I and I have yet to see an episode. But I feel like I've seen like 10 episodes based on your Snapchat stories oh, that yeah. you keep sending me. <laughs> I'll just be out and about living my 20-something life in the middle of Connecticut, and I'll pull up this thing at the bar, and I'm like, oh, Rob sent me a Snapchat video. wonder what this is. And I just see a 60-year-old naked man sticking sticking his arm up a cow's vagina (laughs) and pulling out like this alien sack. Man, Dr. Pohl only has minutes to pull out the calf. Or it will die. Oops, come on. It's almost in the pelvis. I gotta, hold on. There. Perfect. Suddenly you could see it actually pop. <laughs> then you know, hey, the calf's pelvis is in the pelvis of the cow. It fit in there. Watch out. No, when it's that far out, then the umbilical. He's Dutch, if you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you haven't caught on to that yet. Cord also gets compressed, so the calf is not getting any more oxygen. So now you got to get it out. Okay, I got it. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Right outside with it, okay? Yeah. Oh, man, she's a big guy. Yeah, big she's guy. a big bull calf. <laughs> Hurry up. Come on. Oh, sometimes when they pull it, there's a horrible splashing sound as all of the liquid come out. Oh. This is uncensored. This is uncensored. (laughs) I've only seen one. No, you're right. And the dude, for some reason, never has like a smock on or anything. It's just always shirtless. Yeah. Just reaching his head inside cows. He says it's easier to get the, the, the stuff off your skin than it is off of clothes. I guess, It man, ruins clothes. Give, give me a jumpsuit. Give me a plastic jumpsuit. <laughs> Anything. Oh, he gets right up in there. And so every episode is basically that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you watch the episode that was being advertised as the most disgusting episode? I did, yeah. Was it as disgusting as the rest? Not really. No, it's just a horse. Oh. It's gross. The show is just it's not. Disgusting. It's not. You, well, you don't. Unfortunately, if you ate meat. <laughs> it's going to do with my diet. It does. It has don't everything turn to, this around it, on my diet. It does have everything to do with your diet. It's not, man. I don't think this most is... human beings, regardless of their diet, would enjoy watching a grown-ass man sticking his hand inside a cow vagina. <laughs> I just don't think that's anybody's idea of a good time, and, unlike yours. You know, and if he's preg checking, like last week he was preg checking on uh, the episode. You don't go into the vagina to preg check. You go up the anus. Ah! And then he just usually pee use, on a stick he, like human beings. He usually uses a glove. Uh, oh, well, that's comforting. Yeah. That's comforting. Yeah, you use a glove to preg check. This is terrible. Oh, this is the greatest show ever. What a terrible show. Watch out. Move. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the calf we to breathe. We put water on the calf to shock it. When you get a pail of cold water on your head, like all those football coaches do, you go, <gasps> and you start breathing. <laughs> Come on, breathe. You still could hear there was some mucus in the throat. Okay, Charles, pick up a hind leg. Yeah. 
Hey, give me the other one. So then we pick it up by the hind legs up. and swing it back and forth and all the mucus flies out and down. Is there somebody's nose? What's that? Some animal's nose that it's he's trying to baby clear? calf, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you what I did watch the other day. I don't know if you've seen it. Is Dr. Pimple Popper? Oh, God. What a you ever seen that show? stupid show. <laughs> if you want to talk about a dumb show, then that's it. That was like, uh, uh, that's my line of disgustingness. Oh, but I would say that that's even worse than Dr. Pole. No, it's not. Yeah. Dr. Pole. Oh, my God. It's, it's seriously, in it's do- like alien. In Dr. The Incredible Dr. Pole will sometimes pop pen- pimples. They're called abscesses on animals. Right. And when they do that, there's just sometimes just blood and pus everywhere. <laughs> this woman had a horn on her head Ugh. on the last episode. It was like a literal devil horn. Of course. And it was as if she was a ram or something. And it turns out that was just like an infected hair follicle. Yep. That had become a giant thing. It was disgusting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This other man had a bicep that it, it looked like he was like a bodybuilder, super, super jacked, except the rest of his body was very scrawny. <laughs> so it almost looked like Popeye, like nice. a Popeye cartoon. That's as far as I'll go is yeah. pus coming out of a pimple. Now, check out the incredible Dr. Pole. Nat Geo Wild, they're always playing an episode. It's fascinating. You would learn so much about the farm. What is there to know, man? You don't know about calving season. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently they don't do anything all day. They just sit there in a field and eat Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm. Until it's time to calve. And and so a heifer is a first-year uh female cow who's having a calf they are usually the ones that you have to watch and check to make sure that the calf doesn't die because they don't know what they're doing Mm. so that's why they're out checking all the time Mm. so what a nice life yeah maybe i could be a farmer yeah no you couldn't you don't have to do anything actually just you have to wake up early right well like like i said my buddy he's He's up every three to four hours right now. Ooh. I mean, and it doesn't matter if that three to four hours falls at, you know, noon or midnight. So it's just a constant string of cows coming out of vaginas all day. Pretty much, yeah. Nice. I mean, we're talking, I I think they're well over a thousand head of cows at this point. Whoa. Yeah. Thousand cows on a farm. Yeah. Wow. Having babies. Wow. And how many babies at a time? Uh, usually just it's just one. Yeah, sometimes you'll have twins, but that's pretty rare. And and it's, some of the times the twins don't survive. So ideally one. And so a male cow is called a bull? A bull, yes. Nice. And the female cow is just a cow. Just a cow. Or a heifer. A first year. And an ox is a cow that works? Yes, I believe so. Got it. Oh, man, I'm learning so much today. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy everybody. Valentine's Day. <laughs> did you watch Big Brother? Uh, I did indeed. Ugh. Um, I just want to bring up something that's hilarious. All right. <laughs> There's uh, nothing about that season that was hilarious. By and the way. I, I, I think... 
<laughs> we need to really talk about this sincerely. Only two Big Brother contestants have ever won the game with unanimous votes. <laughs> yeah. One is Dan Giesling <laughs> and the other is Tamar Braxton. So I think we need to start talking about the fact that Tamar Braxton is the second best Big Brother player of all time. Oh, my God. I think we need to start I, that Celebrity campaign. Big Brother does not count. Why not? Sorry, it doesn't count. Why not? It's a joke season. Unanimous vote. It's a joke season. How many jury members were there? Nine jury members? Just like just like the online version of Big Brother is a joke season. Nine and O. Oh. It's a joke. It, I, I you gotta tip your hat to Tamar for no, that. No, I don't Number- Number two, I just want to talk about what a worthless contestant Ricky Williams was. At well, every can we talk about how worthless Tamar was? No, we yes. cannot. Don't yes. you dare speak about my queen that oh, way. please. Don't you dare. Worthless. Worthless. I, I got to be honest with you. I, I was a Tom Green fan. I was person, too. I and was I think too. most of America was. I think, well, obviously he won America's yeah. Choice. Yeah. So I was upset when... Tamar did Tom Green dirty. Yep. However, once he got voted out, I honestly thought Tamar was the best player of, oh, of the bunch. Please. I truly believe that. They like, weren't though those that were left after Tom left were not players. Yeah, they were. No. They were annoying, no. but they were players. Right. I just thought Ricky and Dina were just worthless. Well, but beyond that, Dina. I thought you know the other three were serious competitors. Diana, Diana was the worst. Diana was terrible. <laughs> but at least she knew she was terrible. Yeah, she did. Like, Ricky Williams, like, actually thought he was playing the game actively. Yeah. And all he was really doing was laying around, dreaming about smoking pot. Yeah. And ratting out all of the other players yep. whenever they bashed Lolo. Yeah. Like, that's all he did. Like, he just did everybody Which, else's dirty work. By the way, Lolo Jones uh, did not do her uh, public image any good to be on this show. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a little better since people know who she is now. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> no one knows who she was before. People are going to be actively rooting against her in the Olympics. Yeah, that's a good point. Can't wait to do that. Oh, Can't wait for her to fall over a hurdle. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was horrendous. She's terrible. She's a and terrible human being. That was the thing, man. And I'm shocked that she lasted as long as she did because if I was Tamar or if I was Candy, if I was any of these guys, I'm just like, what the fuck are we keeping you around for? Yeah, she's just awful. You're just – on the drop of a dime, she just gets set off yeah. by the smallest details. I think it was Joey Lawrence in his exit interview was like, if you look at Lolo for a half a second longer than you should, she goes off on you. <laughs> Yeah, loose cannon, that one. Oh, she is. A bit of a loose cannon. I thought what she did to Ricky, and again, I'm no Ricky Williams fan. I thought he was just a a, a pathetic floater for the majority of this game. That was classless, what she did at the end. Oh. um, Lolo did. Yeah. Her speech when she was voting, sorry. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about that. And also, she's like, as she's walking out of the house, I think she like cursed out Ricky. Yeah. And she's like, it's all about loyalty. Yep. I saved you so many times. You need to save. It's like, yeah. bitch, like make an alliance with them and make yeah. a final two deal then for yeah. God's sake. Jesus, she play the game. She didn't have a clue on how to play this game. Which is why I got to respect Tamar. And I know I, I'll defend her to death on no. this. 
all three of those people would have taken her to the final two. True. She had an alliance with everybody. Yeah. Candy would have taken her there. Ricky would have taken her there, obviously. And yeah. Lola would have taken her there. No, Lola would have been dumb and took Ricky. Well, okay, whatever. But still, Tamar, like, effectively played both sides of the house. Yeah. And the rest of these people, as much as they tried flipping and as much as they tried working both sides, failed at it. Yeah. Tom Green tried going and sw- flipping to the other side and got called out for it. Uh, uh, what's his fit? Ryan Lochte, obviously, and the other dude. Jonathan uh, Bennett. From, from, yeah, from Cake Wars. Cupcake Wars. Hmm. They both tried playing both sides of the house and failed at it. No, 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 no. I will defend Jonathan and Ryan on this point. They were going to stick to that alliance with Lolo, I think. But Lolo got all jealous because Ryan isn't being my friend and we're on the Olympics together. (laughs) This ain't Team USA. Team USA. Oh, go fuck yourself, Lolo Jones. That's what I have to say. Go fuck Fuck yourself with your non-existent medals, you worthless twat. <laughs> Ugh. When, when the Olympics is your identity, go fuck off. Is she a medalist? No. I don't Has think she won any medals? I don't think she's ever won a medal. No. Oh, I gotta look this. So she's just an Olympic athlete? Yes. So she's a fucking loser. Just like she is in right. Big Brother. I think you're right. I don't think she has a medal. I'm looking no. at it now. No. She's worthless. Yeah, uh, in other championships, never in, in the Olympics. Yep. She's a bobsledder and a hurdler. Yeah. Because because she's just trying so hard to win at something. She's like, oh, I can do the bobsled. Oh, I can hurdle. <laughs> Meanwhile, she can't even win Big Brother. No. To Tamar Braxton. She gets, she loses to Tamar Braxton. Jesus. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Lolo Jones. You know what? She don't, was really... Don't yeah, go to she, the Olympics. I don't want to see you. She was really getting under my skin by the end of it. Ugh. She was the only one I was actively rooting against, yeah. I think, by the end of it. I actually liked Candy. I thought Candy came off pretty strong towards the end. I mean, I guess. I didn't like any of them. Once, once Tom and Cato were gone... Uh, my, like, Jonathan, uh, gone, okay, fine, I'll root for Ryan, gone, fine, I'll root for Joey, gone, fine, I'll root for Kato, gone, fine, I'll root for Tom, gone. I had it. I was done. Done. Can we talk about how terrible Dina Lohan was oh. down the stretch? Because you just texted me last night, you're like, Dina is worthless. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no spoilers, but Dina is worthless. And I'm like, yeah, that's not much of a spoiler. No. I don't think she knew what the rules were half the time. No. And I love her confessionals where she's like, yeah, I'm very strategic at how to crawl around (laughs) uh, these lasers. And then it goes, ah. Yep. (laughs) Because she hits a laser. She's very strategic on how to get catfished. Oh, my God, that's the greatest thing that's ever. That's the greatest. Uh, they could have did a whole episode on that. Now, that I was I was intri- or I was entertained by Tamar. And she was like, girl, you're getting catfished. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to film when Tamar and Dina go to New York yes. or whatever yeah. to meet up with the guy. Yeah. I love how Dina's like, yeah, we're going to get married. It's just a connection that we have. <laughs> 
It's a real Manti Teo situation. God, it is. I wonder if Lindsay knows about that. I don't know. You'd think she'd have to. She does now. Lindsay should be on one of these shows. Lindsay's a wreck. What is she doing now? I have no idea. Who cares? Poor Lindsay. Oh, man. So Lolo's still being a cunt on Twitter. Oh, no. I also don't get escorted out of the Olympic Games either or lie about a whole country she tweeted with a shrugged emoji. What? Yeah. Talking about Ryan. She took a dig at Ryan. After Ryan opens his heart to to the world. Ryan was awesome. By the end of it, I was kind of like, you know what? Ryan's not that bad. No. But she's still being a cunt about Ryan. Ugh. Lolo Jones, you suck. She is going to get so much hate. She's going to find out how hated she is. Right. And it's going to kill her. And I think there was also a sense with all of them that Tom and Kato were going to look like the bad guys. Yeah. And they definitely didn't. No. Like, America clearly fell in love with them. Yep. And and hated Lolo. Yep. And I think people like Tamar for the most part, but Lolo is by far and away the villain of of that alliance. There's no question. Hmm. Hashtag Loco Lolo is is going around on Twitter. (laughs) So what were your thoughts overall on the season? Did you like it? I hated it. Really? I hated it. Just because the people that you liked got voted out. Yeah, yeah. I actually found it kind of entertaining. It wasn't. I was. I was into it. I enjoyed the drama. I just liked that they fought actively. Well, they did. That was good. That was good. But because you remember last year, like half of those contestants quit. Yeah. Remember, like Meta World Peace was there, and he just sort of, you know, fell over and died, and that that was a common thing. Like there were only like two or three real competitors, and this year, like they all competed, and it got ugly, but it was kind of cool. It was good. I, I mean, I guess that part was good. That part was good, but yeah, there was nobody for me to root for after Tom was gone, and that's a yeah. lot of people left in the house for me to not give a shit about. That's true. That's true. You know, the the top five, I could have given a fuck. Also, like the celebrity version is just way better than the regular version. I don't I'm know sorry. about that. I I I. I still feel that way really like yeah i i think there's something about the condensed structure yeah maybe that i really like because i don't know man maybe it's just the older i'm getting it's such a commitment in the summer it is it is to watch three hours a week for three months yeah like i used to be able to do it but now it's just like ugh, it's a drag and if like one week is boring let's say like one hoh it is just it's a snooze fest now it's a week-long snooze fest as opposed to now the hoh is only around for two days so yeah. if that's a boring eviction you can just move on to the next one true you know? true and also i like the celebrity aspect better i feel like i know the people it's like an all-star season just get us eric von denton that's all we want that's America. all we want <laughs> I read an article today uh, from back in 2003 or four, shortly after the Celebrity Mall Hawaii with Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of slammed Eric. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. She said, and this is a quote from Kathy. 
There was Von Detten, the co-star of the not-very-popular Dinotopia, and, well, it's possible that he's retarded. I don't have oh. a I don't have a doctor's note, but on one of our van rides to a challenge, he would st- say stuff like, "I just wonder when I'm going to lose my baby face," and everyone else would want to talk about it all day. <laughs> uh, she also said, for the first few days of filming, he was basically just high and drugged. Once I got <laughs> into the coalition with it, with him, he just kept saying to me, you're the mole man and you're just fucking with my head. And I'd have to remind him daily that we were in a coalition that I, and that I was not the mole. <laughs> so she called him retarded. <laughs> Kathy, that's yeah. not very nice. Oh, wow. I can't believe it. She does not have a track record of, of you know, that. <laughs> of mean and hateful things. Yeah. That's so, that is so uncharacteristic. <laughs> oh, Kathy Griffin. How the mighty have fallen with oh, Kathy man, Griffin. Oh, huh? right? You used to love Kathy I Griffin. Did. You wanted to marry her and have her I would have. I would have. And maybe she, maybe she should have married me. She wouldn't have done what she did to fucking <laughs> get all the hate. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Kathy has just like totally become an angry tweeter now. Yeah, that's like her job. Yeah, she just tweets angry things about Trump all day. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it's like do comedy again, Kathy. Yeah. Well, no one will hire. Her. Ugh. Such a weird world we're living in. I know. <laughs> that Kathy Griffin is now like a political <laughs> figure. It's bizarre. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, we need Eric Von Denton on. We do. ASAP. We need Stephen Baldwin on. Um, I don't know about that. We need Corbin Burnson. I don't yes, know about we that. do. We definitely need Corbin Burnson and Stevie B. I would be happy with my EVD. <laughs> and uh, maybe Busey for good measure, too. Oh, my God. Let's get him on. What's no. Busey doing? No. I draw the line at Gary Busey. <laughs> there is a hard line in the sand. Why? Oh, I cannot stand that man. I'm almost positive he was on the UK Celebrity Big Brother and won. Oh. I think he won that version of the show. Oh, my God. You can't stand Gary Busey? I can't. I can't handle him. What's the matter with He's you? He's nuts. Yeah. He's nuts. And What's I, your point? I deal with crazy people all day long. But he's a charming I, nuts. No, he's not. He's a lovable nuts. No, he's not. He's like a stray dog. No. With rabies. No. But it's put, like you still want to pet him. He's adorable. put him down. <laughs> oh, Which they man. do That's plenty of bad. that also on the Incredible Dr. Pole. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh yeah that would make me upset there's a lot of putting down animals that would make me upset i wouldn't enjoy that that would be tough to watch it is tough to so, watch because people love their animals yeah uh who else was on big brother this year natalie eva marie <sighs> worthless yeah she was yeah she was kind of sucky um who else kato i thought was okay yeah kato was all right I enjoyed watching Kato. A little. What? Tomato. Yeah, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Green just. The thing was, he overplayed. It's just crazy how sometimes people do that. Yeah. I think it's just being in the house. It's like you have nothing better to do but yeah. overplay. And then that's what pissed everybody off. I thought Tom was in a pretty good position, though. 
Yeah, he was. Would have been okay had he not yeah. made everybody hate him. Yeah. Uh, and again, Ricky Williams, I just thought was terrible. Terrible. The, the, just such a floater. And then yeah. made the wrong move. Like, why aren't yeah. you taking Dina? Yeah. Just, just. He still would have Dina. lost nine to nothing. No. Yeah. No, he would have beat Dina. No, he wouldn't have. Nope. Come on. No, nope. he would not have beat Dina. Natalie would have voted for Ricky. No. Uh, uh, Candy would have voted for Ricky. No. Lolo probably would have voted against him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tamar would have voted for Ricky. And then all you yeah. need is two more votes. And maybe Tom and Kato vote for Ricky. Come on, he would have beat. He would have beat fucking Dina Lohan. Are you kidding me? I don't think so. Dina Lohan didn't know what show she was on half the time. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't have a clue. She's like, "Is this Dancing with the Stars?" Stop it. Did you, Ricky Williams, watch that documentary that we were going to talk about? Um, I have abducted in plain sight. I have. Are we done with wanna... Big Brother, by the way? I think we're done we, with Big Brother. We are. This is now the meat and potatoes of the podcast yes, here. Yes, yes. So I got a tweet, by the way, from Audrey this afternoon. Yeah. And she says to me, you need to watch Abducted in Plain Sight <laughs> that do a podcast about it. <laughs> One of the craziest documentaries I've ever seen. And I'm really? like, oh, surprise is on the way in your yep. podcast feed. Yep. Let's do this. Um, so I guess if you haven't seen this, this documentary yet, just – fucking pause this show and go watch it yes. i i i think this show this this documentary is best if you go in just cold feet knowing nothing about it which is what i did all i really did was read the description on netflix yeah and even that gave a little bit away yeah. but not a ton not a ton and apparently it's been out for a couple of years right Yeah, 2017 not... yeah okay yeah. and it's just sort of gaining a life on netflix now yeah, it is. Okay. I want so, to yes. try to find like a plot summary so that I can hit the big points here. Um, yeah, so pause the documentary or pause the podcast, <laughs> yeah. go watch the documentary and then come <laughs> back and we'll do an in-depth conversation yeah. about it. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Bum bum bum. Abducted in plain sight. Ah. Literally the craziest thing I've ever seen. So I think there were about six moments in this documentary where my jaw literally hit the floor. Oh, my God. There's more and than that. Yeah, um, yeah, you're probably right. There's probably more than six. But there were like six big ones where I thought, okay, this is the big revelation. You know how like yeah. most documentaries have one moment? Yeah, that's true. Where it's like, holy shit, yeah. you know? Like Dear Zachary. Ever seen that, that movie? Oh, yeah. 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 So Dear Zachary has one moment. Where it's like, oh my god, this is why they made the documentary. Yeah. And so I'm watching this movie, and about a half hour in, there's one moment. And for me, it was when the father uh, jerked off the abductor in a car. And my jaw hit the fucking floor, and I thought... A very knowledgeable in the sexual field. But he did not have uh, a good relationship with his wife sexually. One day, he came in the store, and I could tell that he was extremely disturbed. And he says, are you free? Let's go for a ride. <laughs> we probably shouldn't be laughing, but oh. whatever. He says, I, I cannot stand my wife. And I, I need to have sex. 
I could see that he he was sexually aroused. All right. All right. Now keep playing. Keep no, playing. No, no, no. I just – if you're this guy well, – okay. I mean, I guess if you're – don't fucking be listening to this part of the show if you haven't watched this documentary because we're just going to talk like you've you've seen this fucking thing. Yes, yes. I mean, so so B is his fucking name. What a ugh. Anyway. Like Birch told. B. <laughs> <laughs> like I I get it. I he's a family friend at this point. He's he's grooming their daughter, which is like like first of all, why would you let your daughter? I know it was a different time. But you're as a parent, you're an idiot if you send your what was she 9? Something like that. To go ride horses in the afternoon with this guy? What the fuck is wrong with you? All right, let's let's finish off on this point. For I a understand, second. but this, I'm coming around. <laughs> I'm making a circle here. Okay, go ahead. So you're in this car with your family friend or or with your friend, and he's got a fucking erection. What is your first instinct? It, uh, sorry, it's not to jerk you off. If you're sitting here next to me, Nico, and you have a fucking hard on. <laughs> Well, I would hope you would reciprocate. I'm not. My first reaction is not to fucking jerk you off. <laughs> I'm offended, but I get your point. He says, oh, <laughs> can you give me some relief? We were laughing and he said, oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff. And I've got to have. Relief. No, it's not. <laughs> so It's grown ass man it's stuff. Grown ass man stuff. I was dumb enough to reach over and relieve relieve him in an act of masturbation. I don't think it's technically masturbation. <laughs> I just want to make that point. <laughs> that is a very <laughs> fine point. I believe it's a hand job. I don't think it's masturbation if you're doing it to someone. But this else. is after he's fucked his wife. Like right. It's it's the the idiocy of these parents. So is outrageous. So this was the moment that I thought, oh, this is the this is the big twist. By the way, twenty one and a half minutes into the an right. hour and, and a I half. Thought, documentary. Oh my god, how are we going to fill another hour and ten minutes? Mm, yeah. This is the moment, and then again, six more of those moments. Happen. Yeah. Where it's like, this is just an afterthought now. Yeah. It's like every step of the way, something is more crazy. And so this is my theory, I guess, that I'll pose. And I believe this with all of my heart. I think something is missing from this story. I do too. Because these two parents are expecting us to believe a level of idiocy that I did not think was humanly possible. No. Like, this is a level of arrogance, even in the year 1974 or whenever this took place, even if, you know, we are to believe that they are, 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 are like mentally incompetent and, and are, are, are not equipped to be parents, they are still asking us to believe a level of naivete. Right. That's just, it's criminal is what it is. It is. It's criminal. Like, it, it's criminal negligence what they allowed to happen to their daughter. Because at the end of the day, these two idiot parents. Idiot's not even the right word. Moron. It's beyond idiot. 
It's beyond. It's abusive is what it is. What's their last name? I, I, because, Broberg. The bro. Mm. They're the Broberg and Bertold is the the fucking pedophile. Yes. These two basically sold out their own daughter so that they would that the world wouldn't find out that he jerked him off and she fucked him. I don't think that's an adequate enough explanation. I don't. And I I think again, you have to know what the hell is happening when you drive your daughter to the airport to go to a summer camp with this guy. Right. You have to know. That's the second one. That's yes. the second kidnapping. That's yeah. just it. There was the first kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. And the, the first one where he drugged her, yeah. uh, made her think there was a fake alien ad- ad- abduction. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's an oxymoron. An alien, a, a, alien abduction is fake. <laughs> right. Then fucking takes her to Mexico and marries her. Right. Because right. It, at the time it was tw- 12 years old to get married in Mexico. Right. There's nothing else you need to know. I, I in 1974, I, I get it. It's a different time. I know we're, we're far more aware of the evils of humanity than we were then, but fucking still, man. Yeah. And Did then, you think and, there was an ulterior motive? And then to to believe after she he's taken her to Mexico, they've gotten married, and then to believe that nothing sexual happened. No, I know. That's just insane. That's it's, insane. Even for that time, that's uh, that's mind-blowing. I mean, didn't they find stupid. out, too, that the guy had a history of sexual molestation right yeah i'm not sure when they learned I don't, that information. i'm not sure either i'm not sure either but at some point they knew that, there, that this was a thing and that he had gone to therapy for it right. right yeah 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 i mean they knew this he was institutionalized and also brought up on felony charges right i think like, that was after the second one whatever at I any think... at any, there there are several times where they could have put a kibosh on this are we led to believe that it, at none of those points were they aware that this man was sexually assaulting their daughter. Is that the story they have us to believe? Up until probably the second kidnapping. Nobody, even after the second kidnapping, he was still hanging around. Yeah, he was still calling. Yeah, the the dude was still hanging around, man. Also, where the fuck? And this is even again. This is like the least of it. When they go missing in the first place, three days goes by before they call the FBI. That's true. I forgot about that. Three that, days? That FBI agent had had it with this family. This I, I felt so much for that guy. I did too. <laughs> this guy had the hardest job in the world. Oh, the worst fucking job. You have one rule. Do not remain in contact with this guy. What do they do? <laughs> if he calls, don't answer. If he knocks on your door, don't open. What is, and what do they do? <laughs> they fucking drive their daughter to an airport to get on a plane to go to summer camp with this man. Yep. They allow themselves to be extorted. Like, what the hell's going to happen? The dude is like a shop owner. Right. You're that nervous about a gay scandal coming out about you? I mean, so they are Mormons. 
whatever so, uh, religion will fuck you up dude <laughs> oh man i again what fine they're mormons but beyond the fact that they're mormons what does that have to do with what happened to them so while birch told was up on kidnapping charges and birch told his wife gail used the affair that both of the 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 what the fuck their names are idiot one and idiot mom and idiot dad let's call them uh they she used the affair to blackmail them into lessening the charges yes Burstold was sentenced to serve five years in jail but that was later dropped to 45 days he in the end he spent roughly 10 days in jail for taking this girl to mexico and marrying her oh my god and how long was she gone like she was gone an incredible amount of time several weeks yeah and they had no idea where she was no clue and this dude had this elaborate plan of course which again was like something out of a horror movie yeah he faked his own abduction essentially basically he like drove his car out to the desert, smashed the window yeah. of his car, and then rubbed his own blood on it so that to make he... it look like someone had abducted both of them. Aliens. Yeah, but but for the police, that's <laughs> well, yeah, I, for... I, whatever. That right? was the for the police story. The alien abduction was something for Jan. For, for Jan, then locks Jan up in a trailer. Yep. Puts a radio with messages on them. Yep. Saying tape, you've it was just a tape been abducted. Recorder. It was a tape recorder. Okay, whatever. You've just been abducted, and now you have to have a baby with the next man that you find. <laughs> yeah. And the next man happens to be Birch told in the other room, yeah. pretending to be drugged and knocked out. Yeah. And Which then is she like, needs to have. Oh a, my god! Needs to have his baby by the time she's sixteen. Which is ugh. It's like, how is this even real? Yeah. You're hearing this I, story. You're like, this is this is criminal mind shit. Yeah. And I don't blame Jan at all. I mean, the girl was 12 years old. No, what happened to this girl is is horrifying. It's her Here's parents. It's her parents that just... It, it is. It's almost criminal what they allowed to have right, happen right. to her. Right, which is, which is why, like... Uh, I, I, look, I don't want to take the blame away from this monster because no, he's a monster. he is a monster. But if I'm Jan, I don't think I would have ever spoken to my parents no. again. No, no. Like, I, I, I just – and that's her own choice. It's her life. She can cope with it however she wants. Because like I said, at the end of the day, they lessen the charges. Yes. So that their affair wouldn't get out. Right. And, and ruin then their several standing months in the later, church. before the second abduction – the wife carried on an eight-month affair. Right. She did it again with the pedophile twice. Yeah. She 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 went and fucked the guy who took her child to Mexico. Yes, and married her, and then allowed the man to sleep in the home with right. Jan. Right, and I think it said upwards of sixty times or something. I don't yeah. know the exact I, number. I don't either. They spent the night alone right. under the supervision of the mom. Right. Yes. And that doesn't even include before the first abduction, where the guy is allowed to sleep in their home yep. because it's a part of some quote unquote experimental theory or a, a treatment. I'm sorry, experimental psycho- oh, psychological right. treatment. Because he was seeking treatment because he was obsessed with Jan. 
How crazy was that? Oh my god! And the man has kids, right? Yes. They they never got into that in no, the movie. No. But the man is married and has children yes. and is next door neighbors with this family. Yep. And they don't find it odd that for several months on end, the man is spending time in their daughter's room. Yeah. As part of therapeutic treatment. Uh, Here's I'm... my theory. Here's my theory. And I'm just going to go out on a limb. It's probably irresponsible, but whatever. I think the parents knew what was going on, and I think they were okay with it. And I think they lied to their daughter afterwards about what they knew and what they didn't. I truly believe that. Because this is a level of idiocy that – I, I, I'm sorry. I, I Maybe it's just like a Midwest thing. Maybe it's just like a – Salt hey of now, the earth. Hey, now we're not this stupid. That's no, I, not, they're in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a naivete that comes along with it. It's like, oh, you know, you you keep your doors unlocked, and everybody knows everybody around this town, you and know, they're good Christian people. I, I I thought that there has to be more to this story, also, and I and I part of me still believes that. But if they're if if you're lying about anything, why? Why would you tell the truth about jerking him off? It's a good point. That's a good point. You know, well, wouldn't that be something you'd want to hide? Well, I think anything else is criminal, right? All all of the details that they chose to share were not. True. I think, like, willingful negligence and, and sort of, like, abating in the, in the guy's crimes is criminal like yeah. you could be locked up for that yeah. if they knew that their daughter was getting molested and they went along with it i just say this is like the best version of the story that they could have told like seriously i i don't i i, I was again because it was like 2 30 in the morning when i was watching this and i actually texted you midway through the night yeah, that's right just to start screaming yeah because i had to scream at someone i spent another hour laying in bed thinking about this yeah if i was that father it, it's not only would I not do do as little as he did, it's a matter of whether or not I kill the guy. Right. Like that that that's the only decision that I would have had to make. Yeah. Do I hurt this guy enough where he can just like maybe live in a wheelchair or do I throw him in a lake? Yeah. That's the only decision I make because this dude is not making it out one more night without losing a limb right. if I'm in that town. It's not happening if I'm that father. And then he comes and burns down my house as retribution, and he fucks my wife. Yeah. And he molests my daughter two hundred times. No, the guy is not making it one more night. I am going over there but, with a shovel and I'm beating his head in. But even somehow, after all of this, they were the ones fearing for their lives. Because no, it's crazy. Burstold ended up paying a, two guys a thousand dollars to burn down his store, and then was never brought up on charges of that. Never either. brought up on charges of, on that. Uh, he was brought to trial again for the kidnap, the second kidnapping, not convicted. He was sentenced to mental facility in 97, but was released six months later. He's dead. If he does that to my daughter, yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Is your, I mean, what? No, not so much as a phone call to the guy. Yeah. Come on, bro. Seriously? Like, I get it. He's a little bit of a pushover. That's sort of the image of him that we got. And then Jan doesn't start thinking that maybe this is all fake until after she turns 16 and goes, right. oh, man, nothing bad has happened to me yet. She had this plan, which is another disturbing part of the movie, where she goes, 
Yeah, I had another the, another jaw dropping moment. Oh my! Because I, apparently the quote unquote aliens told her that if she doesn't accomplish the mission by sixteen, your sister will be next. Right, and she'll have to accomplish the mission. So her plan was to get a gun. Yep. To confront her daughter about, or sorry, confront her sister, sister. about this mission. Yep. And if she decided she wanted to go through with it, she could go through with it. And if she decided that she did not want to go through with it, she would shoot her sister in the head and then take her own life yep. as well. Yep. At age 16. At age 16. That That's what this girl has went through. Molested 200 times. Yep. By a family friend. Yep. Uh, and uh, yes. The, uh, essentially, her entire childhood was lost. Yeah. Because she didn't want to have any friends. She didn't live a normal life. She spent her all of her years chasing her assaulter, essentially. Basically. Now, the second kidnapping, I want to rewind a little bit because this is when he faked her uh, getting into an all-girls Catholic school. Yes. She ends up just running away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, He takes her, enrolls her in a, in a all-girls Catholic school in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Convinces the nuns that he's CIA. <laughs> more idiots enter the fold. Yeah, more idiots enter the fold. Which, okay, I mean, none, these nuns in Pasadena, I don't really put a lot of blame on. It is, se- no, it is no, 76 no. at this point, and, you know, if somebody comes claiming they're CIA, what do you, what the fuck do you do? Not a lot of background checks in the 70s. No, no. Yeah, a lot more slid back then. The FBI knew that Birchtold knew where Jan was, but they couldn't really prove it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so for several months, again, um, the uh, Jan is MIA. Yep. Sends notes back home. Yep. Uh, talking about or calls. Uh, She'll call once in a while. Well, yeah, she did call once. Yeah. And and they actually had audio of the phone call. Yeah. Um, again, like, you don't suspect that something's up here? Yeah. L- like, do you honestly believe that she's not with Birchtold? Yeah. Is that, that your working when theory? When are you gonna come home, Jenny? <laughs> you gonna come home soon? No, like, Jan, where the fuck are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting in my car, and I will yeah. drive 12 hours to come get you. Yeah. That's, again, that's what I would have said. You fucking tell me where you fucking are right fucking now. Yes. Or if, again, if I'm, if, you know, if I'm on the phone with Birchtold as the mother was at times. Right, yeah, she they, was. they showed the audio of that phone call too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm just so worried. Because Birchtold's like, yeah, I heard that Jan has been, like, hookering around essentially. <laughs> yeah, she's whoring herself out for money. Right. And then the mother just goes, oh, that dear, that's terrible. That's awful. It's like, it's, woman! Yeah. Like, tell this guy, like, I will shoot you in the head unless yeah. you tell me where my daughter is. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I seriously, I don't know a single person in my life that would have reacted the way that these parents reacted. And I know idiots. Idiot mother and idiot father is I all know, you can say. I know plenty of idiot mothers and fathers. I know so many of them. I know. There is not a single mother or father that would have reacted that way. No. No. There's not a single one. I'm telling you. Like, again, I and once I find out she's missing, yeah. I don't care what the hell the, the, the dingbat wife says. Oh, don't alert the police. We don't want to worry anybody. Yeah. No. 
We're calling the cops, and then I'm getting in the car, and I'm going to drive down the freeway to go find her. Yeah. And, and I would have said, fine, tell the whole fucking world that I jerked your husband off. Right! I don't care. You're that worried in 1974? Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's the other disturbing thing, too. And maybe you're right, there is a religious aspect to that. There is. But being Mormon in 1974 means that being gay is not okay. No. So no. and so uh, these people were literally willing to go through the lengths of selling out their daughter to a pedophile in order to protect that. In order to protect their religion. And I guess that is a that's another disturbing part of the story too. Yeah. It's it's so But crazy. I don't I don't blame that on on being Mormon. I blame that on religion in general. I don't care what your religion is. Right. I'm not bla- right. I I I want to say that I'm not blaming Mormonism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even well, the though it's a pretty fucking crazy. Well, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear on that. Although they're moron, Mormon, pretty close. It's all the same. Yeah. It's all the same. Apologies to Mitt Romney. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have, I, there's n- he couldn't beat Obama. <laughs> <laughs> he gets no apologies. Apologies to Mitt. No. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, though. No, it's crazy. And, 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 Ugh. Again, I don't know who I blame more because the father is just sitting back, yeah, not doing anything no. and just allowing his entire family to fall apart. He is—he's such a pushover. No, he's yeah. That he allows his buddy to convince him to jerk him off. That's the least of it, dude. I understand that. That's, but, that's but the least. That's the least. This <laughs> proves. <laughs> I love that's the one detail you pulled out. But this proves how much of a pushover he is. Yeah, it's one particular instance of that. Yeah, it's not one particular instance. It's no, the no, instance. The, no, <laughs> I'm saying I, I would consider you a little more of a pushover when you allow your wife to have an affair with your daughter's molester for well, eight months. That too. I think that's a little more severe. But but the first domino to fall is you get convinced to jerk another guy off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, if you're he's, in, he's a pussy and he's a coward if, too. Is the other thing. If you're into that, fine. I don't care. But don't let it sell you out to your fucking – sell your daughter out for your fucking religion. It's crazy, dude. It's, this documentary is nuts. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It really is. And I kept – again, I kept waiting for it to be over and it didn't end. No. And just every time these parents did something else more terrible, I, I lost it. Yeah. And also the lengths that this guy was willing to go to to manipulate this family. Yeah. Like he was really good at it. He was it's crazy. So good at it. And he had this elaborate story in his mind of but, how to get what he wanted. But I I question if he was really good at it or how dumb they are because they well, are dumb. It took both, right? I guess. Can't I have guess. one without the other. Probably not. But um, the fact that they just kept falling for it over and over and over again. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like one of those things and I mean, we've all been there where it's like uh, you just let something go for a while. There's just like an elephant in the room that you allow to happen. And it's maybe just like sometimes a minor thing, like somebody you know has a drinking problem and you just never say anything or, uh, you know, somebody is in an unhappy marriage and, and, you know, they continue to let that fester. But at the end of that, there's always a moment where – it's gone too far. Right. 
where it's like, th- now this is the final straw. Yeah. We're going to have this talk now. We're going to solve this problem once and for all and not let it happen again. It's too big of an elephant in the room. It seemed like there was never that moment for this family. No. It, they were always willing to brush it under the rug. Because you they know? had to know that he was sneaking into their house at some point, too, to spend the night with Jan. Yes. Yes. Be, and it's like, you know, there was probably like that. There was the sense that something was off many times. Yeah. Right. So you probably sense, eh, okay, he's sleeping in our daughter's bed. Fine. We'll call it therapy. <laughs> yeah. But still weird. Now they go missing for 24 hours. And eh, no reason to bring anything up. 48 hours. And eh, no reason to bring anything up. And then after they're they're abducted, after she's abducted and gets married in Mexico, still not too big an elephant in the room. No. We'll just not have this family talk. And then after he's arrested, he's fucking arrested, charged, sentenced. And they're still, still like nothing. Sorry, I I went too far there. He's arrested, and and they're like, okay, we'll we'll back off on the charges. <laughs> yes, because the wife blackmails them. Yeah, I'm telling you, something's off. Yeah, something's off with this story. Something is very off. I think these parents knew something, and I think they were okay with it. And I think only now they're trying to cover their tracks. Yeah, I mean, maybe they were just part of some sex cult that they don't want to. They yeah, got maybe deep too deep into it. Maybe and and it perhaps and I don't want to like accuse Jan of lying. I don't think she's lying. No, I don't think she's lying either. She was no. She was unfortunately the 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 what do I want to say? The, the collateral result, damage. The collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's possible that some of the details she's been fed were were brainwashed in by her parents. Perhaps to make them look less guilty. Yeah. You know, and so she just buys it hook, line, and sinker. I, 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 I hate to hang on this, but if you're that religious, you're not jerking your friend off. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just not. Again, I, I, that's the, again, that was like the crazy detail at the beginning. I don't feel that way by the end of it. Of all, like, that's whatever. Fine. You had a moment of weakness. You went gay for five minutes. All right. I, I buy that. I, I don't blame anybody for experimenting. I don't. No, I, that's the thing. I, I, I don't know. I buy that. Plenty of people I know have had moments like that. Whatever. But you don't sell out your daughter who's married in Mexico. No, that, that's the thing. That's what's even more crazy. I don't know a single person that even in 1974 they would have thought that that was okay. Yeah. Truly, I don't know a single person. To let their daughter literally be kidnapped twice by the same guy. Yeah. Well, twice. I can't. I won't even say that. The second time, she ran away. No. It, no. 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 This only happened because the mom had an affair with the dude for eight no, months. No, I, I get that. But she ran. Jan ran away. And Burstall snatched her up. Yes. What do you call the mom driving the daughter to the airport and putting her on a plane to go to summer camp? What do you call that? But was that she put that she put him her in Birchtold's arms literally? I thought that was. Hold on. 
That was before See, the second kidnapping. She, she asked to go to theater camp for the summer when she turned 16, and they reluctantly let her go. And that was what, different. That, that was different. Before the second kidnapping, Birch told had opened a children's right. summer camp. Yeah, and sent, they sent her there. And so she, and and uh, the daughter desperately wanted to work there for the summer. Yeah. It was a water and, park. Yes, begged her mother to let her work at Birch Told Summer Camp. Yeah. In, what was it? New Hampshire? Could have been. Yeah, I don't something remember. like that. And uh, and they first go hell no, and then Birch Told calls and says. Listen, if you don't bring her here now, she's going to end up here eventually. Yeah. And what does the mother do immediately without consulting her husband? That's right. Drive the daughter to the airport and put her on a plane. But they got her back, but then she ran away. Right. But again, like the running away part would have never happened. True. If the mom did not expose her daughter to this man for a year of her life. I think she would have ran away. Because it's still at that point, Jan thought she was on a mission. Beyond that, though, man. So put your daughter in fucking therapy. Yeah. Don't have an affair with her molester for eight months. Yeah. It's no, it's totally their fault. Let me be very clear. It is their fault this happened. It is their. They have no one to blame but themselves. No. All this guilt that they're feeling is deserved. They are guilty. They're bad parents. These are the worst parents I've ever seen in my life. I don't care how much they love their daughter. It goes a little bit more than love, man. It's a little bit more than intent. Uh, if you're that stupid, you should not be re- reproducing children. I, I now I believe that they were involved in some sort of sex cult. Could be. I, I I believe that now. I buy that theory more. I do. Yeah. The level of stupid you have to be. Yeah. The it's crazy. How dumb are you? They've been gone for three days. Yeah. They went to Mexico with a marriage license. That's the thing. They're gone three days before you call the FBI. What the fuck? If my daughter doesn't come home that night. What the fuck? If she's not home in three hours before the sun goes down, I'm sending out the cavalry. Yeah. And then you have an affair with the man for eight months. Yeah. He was so charming. After Fuck off, he was so after charming. After he spent ten days in jail for kidnapping your daughter. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think there's more to this story. I think there is. I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe it's bad that we're speculating about it. It might but be. <laughs> I, it's all speculation on our part. I'm I'm almost not sure what's worse. I'm almost not sure if you're just that dumb. It's like, okay, then you shouldn't have kids in the first place if you're that dumb. No. But it's it. unfortunately, it's too easy to have kids. I guess. That's it, true. It, it really is. It is. It's so true. All I, you need is the condom to break. Yeah. And they're Mormons, so they probably don't use condoms. No, I'm sure not. Mm. I, I, I guess this is why my my stance on abortion has changed. Oh, I, no, no, I used to I I used to be pro life. I really did. Oh God, here we go. No, <laughs> we're having the abortion talk. Well, now. yes, because right. most of these kids are unwanted and will be burdens on society anyway. Get rid of them. <laughs> oh God, Rob. 
Get rid of the burdens. Oh, I have. Boy. I've changed my stance on on abortion. I have no comment on that. <laughs> I have no comment. I, I I separate with the Republican Party on that stance. <laughs> well, okay. That's that's great. I'm happy for you. But but it's it's things like this. It's just too easy to get pregnant. You're too dumb to have kids. As yeah, these people were. No, I, and maybe now, if that happened now, the daughter would have been taken away by Child Protective Services. Maybe it's just so. 1974 that wouldn't have happened. I just feel like now they're, they're, geez. First of all, they would have located the girl a lot quicker. Yeah. They would have tracked her cell phone or whatever. Right. Um, and if the police got wind of this, the dude is not just serving four months in prison. No. Cause that, that's probably like a larger cultural thing too. In the 70s, it's just no one wanted to talk about it. Right. So, okay, here's like a little rumor. Here's a slap on the wrist for your weird sex thing. Yeah. And it's now it would just be a wall-to-wall story, you know? Yeah. And he'd be on a list for the rest of his life, this yeah. fucking pervert. What an evil, demented fuck. Oh, he My really is. God. He's a movie villain. He is. He's a movie villain is what he is. We've spent a lot of time saying how big of an idiot these parents are, but he's just as evil. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, of course. Duh. Yeah. Well, yeah, he raped a young girl 200 yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, I would call that pretty fucking evil. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty bad. And again, if it was my daughter, like, you're not you're not making it out of the no. state. No. You're, you're gone. You're just dead. Your body's disappearing. But yet and, somehow uh, they were the ones scared for their life. I know. And they and they allowed themselves to be intimidated. Yeah. If you if you do that to my daughter, ugh, yeah, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. No. Ugh, this this movie made me so angry. It is. It's it's aggravating. It's oh, I was just enraged in the middle of the night. I just had to text you and scream. <laughs> and and I, I almost didn't... sent you an audio clip going. Ah! <laughs> uh abducted in plain sight my god Check doesn't even do it justice the title no. doesn't even do it justice no oh birch told birch told b b oh i loved b that poor woman that oh. poor little girl my yeah. god poor jan anyway okay now that we got that out of our system oh thank god <laughs> i hope danny watches it uh yeah, yeah. I I listen. It's a good movie. I recommend you watch it. Yeah. But ugh. it'll make you so pissed. It will. I don't think since Dear Zachary have I been that pissed at a movie. Yeah. Because that was another one where that was a good one. Oh, sorry, folks. That was a good one. I didn't like it all that much. I remember talking to you about this. No. You didn't like it. No. Yeah, I remember that. This was good. Have you watched the um, the fire documentaries, Firefest? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you have oh, caught yeah, up. Oh yeah. <laughs> have we talked about this yet? I don't know if we have. Um, did I thought we did a little bit, but maybe not. Maybe not on air. I don't. No, remember. maybe not. Yeah, I have watched the Firefest stuff. Both of so them. So I, yeah, I like the Hulu one way better. I like the Netflix one better. Yeah, that's whatever. But I guess. but you and I had we talked about this on texting. Okay. And my theory is I watched the the Netflix one first. Right. And, and I watched Hulu first. Yep, exactly. 
Yeah. Could be. I think that has a lot to do with it. I didn't I, like how in the bag they were for Fuck Jerry. No, and it's because Fuck Jerry made the documentary for Netflix. Right. <laughs> but what I did like about it uh, is more behind-the-scenes things. Like, they had recordings of the conference calls after shit hit the fan. Yes. You know, that's the stuff I wanted to see more than to hear this fucking idiot, you know, talk. Oh, I lost a fucking box of, of house keys. Oh, oh that's right. They, Hulu's the only one that got the interview yeah. with the dude. With the dude, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Billy McFarlane. Yeah. I had no interest in listening to that idiot ramble. None. So I, I just thought, like, the Netflix one was very dramatic, and they sort of made it out to be more than it actually was, and they painted Fuck Jerry, the promotion company, as victims. Um, yeah. And I just sort of liked the spirit of the Hulu one a little more, which was – yeah, all these people were kind of fucking idiots. Let's laugh at them yeah. rather than feel sorry for them. But a part of me, like, a, as a promotion company, what do you do? I mean, um, I, I guess I blame the the people that were there in the Caribbean that were still promoting it. Yeah. the ones, oh, no, they, they knew it wasn't going to work. The ones back in New York, I don't know if I put a lot of blame on them. Um, no. Because they didn't know what the fuck was going on. But those I down, guess. but those down in the Caribbean knew what the fuck was going on and still continued to promote it. I mean, I, I, I took that away from that documentary. Yeah. Even I though, guess. It, even though it was painting them to be the, the victim. I guess. I guess. You know, I just sort of, I, I found it very funny that all of these 20 somethings, social media influencers, as they call themselves, yeah. Like wasted ten thousand dollars of their money yeah. and just flew down to the Bahamas yeah. for nothing. Yeah, I just find that funny because well, I hate those people. It's a, it's awesome. Yeah. The problem is, and I was watching this, my friends would absolutely fall for this. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. They, I, I feel like I know a couple of of twenty somethings around here. It would be like, yeah, we're gonna go to the Caribbean and get some puss. <laughs> We're going to get some pussy, boys! <laughs> yeah! You see those Instagram models? I'm going to fuck them. Bella Hadid fuck is mine. Fuck them right in the pussy! <laughs> and then spend the $5,000 or what $10,000 to go do it. And it'd just be a fucking disaster. Yeah, I know a few that would, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, watching them suffer is Oh, funny. we're gonna go get drunk and gonna get laid! <laughs> Fuck off. See, it's so great laughing at them. <laughs> it I just is. think it's more fun when you laugh at them than when you feel sorry for them. It is. Because I never felt sorry for them. No. So the, that's why I liked, uh, I liked about the Hulu documentary. They were just like, yeah, these guys are fucking jerk-offs. Yeah. <laughs> and also, that company, Fuck Jerry, is like, they're like scumbags. Oh, yeah. There's this whole campaign on social media to unfollow Fuck Jerry yeah. on Instagram. Oh, I think they're, it's over for them. Yeah, because they, like, steal jokes, right? That right. That is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They just steal other people's material. Yep. And make money off oh, of it. Oh, it's over yeah, for them. them. It's over for them. This this yeah. absolutely exposes them. Yeah. They're terrible. Yeah. I hate – that's what I hate about social media. It's just – these people with no talent whatsoever yeah. just think that they're special. 
and that people will well, follow and the them. only reason and we've talked about this so many times the only reason they're special is because they're hot yep that's it i know i know i know they I have mean, no other discernible skill set no you know somebody like logan paul he's he's not talented he's hot it's true <laughs> learn how to play an instrument or something yeah do something. Sorry, Justin Bieber would not have made it if he wasn't good looking. Well, first of all, the Biebs has gotten way better since then. Oh, yeah. He's got some talent. Yeah, the Biebs has actually turned into a pretty good musician. But Susan Boyle has some talent. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she didn't make it. The only reason she made it is because she was a fucking inspiration to a nation. Yeah. That's true. The only reason Justin Bieber got a foot in the door is because he was good looking. He was an inspiration to Canada. No, he wasn't. He's <laughs> still not. <laughs> Apparently the Biebs has been going through some tough times. Oh, yeah. He's addicted to sex. Is that right? Yeah, that's what he said. Well, that's a pretty and good he addiction decided, to have. He decided he was going to save himself then for marriage. That's my favorite addiction ever. Yeah. That's yeah, great. I wish I could be addicted to sex. <laughs> yeah, me too. Right? <laughs> That's always been my thing whenever they say, oh, yeah, Tiger Woods, a sex addict. Yeah. It's like, no, Tiger Woods is fucking Tiger Woods. Yeah. Like, it, that's a privilege to be a sex addict. Exactly. You know? Like, coke heads, they just can, they can get coke whenever they want. Right. That's an addiction. Yeah. You got to be Tiger Woods in order to be a sex addict. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... Justin Bieber, check your privilege, bro. Right. Sex addict. Yeah. I'd swap places with you any day. Exactly. Yeah. My apologies to all the sex addicts out there, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all our sex addicts in the crowd. <laughs> no, I uh, uh Yeah, it's just these these talentless boobs. And literally these all they are, all these hot girls are, are talentless breasts. It's true. That's the only thing people care about. Which one did Biebs marry? Uh, Haley something. Oh, Haley Baldwin. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I believe that's Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Really? No. I think so. No. I'm almost positive. Let me check this out. No. Uh, parents, Stephen Baldwin. Oh my God, that's Stevie B's daughter. Wow. <laughs> so Stephen Baldwin is Justin Bieber's father-in-law. That's correct. Oh my God. <laughs> Did not know that. I think if you had like told me 2010, it's all right. In 2010, in 2019. Uh, Haley <laughs> Stephen Baldwin will be Justin Bieber's father-in-law or Donald Trump will be president. <laughs> I think I would have been more shocked by the first one. I would have too. <laughs> uh, yeah, Haley Haley and uh yeah, Stephen Baldwin. That is amazing. Um Okay, here's the other thing that you and I were talking about uh that I texted you the other night. Uh, the voice from the original Aladdin. <laughs> oh, right. Is fucking, um, uh, what's his name? Steve from Full from... and Fuller House. 
That's right. No fucking clue. I did not That's know right. that. Some of those Disney voices will shock you. For the longest time, I didn't know Matthew Broderick was the Lion King. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the young Lion King. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, some of those are nuts. Yeah. Um, but I just had no idea that Steve from Full House, DJ's boyfriend, is the voice of Aladdin. That's right. The voice of the hit movie from 1992, Aladdin, with Robin Williams. <laughs> uh, I talked a little bit about Will Smith the other day. You saw that, obviously. I did, right? yeah. Yeah. That's a tough look. That's so bad. It's a tough look. <laughs> they needed a nobody to do that. That's the problem. I said the same thing. They needed a nobody. Yeah. Because unlike all these other Disney movies, Robin is is the genie. Right. You know? Right. He's forever going to be compared to Will Smith. Yeah. You're never going to be able to break away from that. No, never. The only way you do it, you're right, if you bring in somebody no one's ever seen yeah. before. Yeah. And, and, and I just feel like the whole aladdin new movie has been cast completely wrong uh who else is in it i haven't seen um well my thing is jafar doesn't even look um doesn't even look that evil in the trailer well the dude looks very attractive yeah Maybe that's the problem oh yeah oh nasim padrad is in it yeah from snl yeah, see, these are all basically no names, and then Will Smith. Right. That that's yeah, it's weird. It's a bad. It was bad cast. I'm not into all of these remakes either. No. Like Dumbo is coming out too. Oh yeah. Danny DeVito, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Lion King, obviously. I have my thoughts on that are obvious. Yeah. Lion King's my favorite animated movie of all time. Oh no, Aladdin. Really? It's your yep. favorite one? Yep. It might be my favorite movie of all time. Whoa! Yeah. What a take. Yeah. More than Back to the Future? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love Aladdin. I love Aladdin. I think, like, everybody had one Disney movie growing up, and yeah. mine was Lion King. A friend of mine always talks about Toy Story. Yeah. Um, my brother loved the Jungle Book. Oh, sure. That was a good one, too. Now, Aladdin always has been and always will be. Because of Robin, right? Yeah, no, not even so much that. It's just such a good goddamn story. Yeah. And it looks beautiful. It does. The, the animation in that movie is just awesome. I mean, that really was part of the Disney renaissance. Yeah. That, oh, my God. That era was great. Yeah. The Little Mermaid, Lion King, Toy Stories in there. Yeah. Well, it it was not technically Disney Pixar back then. No, but Disney distributed it, I think, didn't they? I don't, no, I think they bought it after Really? Bugs Life. I think so, yeah. I don't think it was Disney quite yet. I could be wrong about that, but Uh, what else did you have then? Let's see. I was just looking at this the other day. A bunch of live action movies that sucked. It was always it's always been the cartoons for Disney. 
So they call the Disney Renaissance, the Little Mermaid, the Rescuers Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, the Lion King. Beauty and the Beast was so fucking good. And you know, I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, I love that movie. Aladdin, uh, the Lion King, Pocahontas, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Didn't like it that much. Yeah, I didn't either. Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. See, those last couple I wasn't a huge fan of. No, I never, I don't think I ever saw Mulan. Uh, I did. That That's probably the best of those four. Yeah. I'm not really into Hercules and Tarzan. I always hated to. Yeah. Um, and then you get into this weird mix. You have Fantasia 2000. Yeah. Dinosaur. Remember that movie? No. It was like a 3D animation style. I think yeah. it was their first one. Okay. Um, the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, I love, love, love that movie. Really? I love that fucking movie. The <laughs> Kronk. <laughs> Kronk, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> the donkey, right? Uh, or alpaca. Alpaca is a llama. Llama. Yeah. Uh, oh, this, this. David is, Spade. <clears throat> this is my favorite fucking movie clip ever. Oh boy. If it ever fucking loads up. And it's from Tom the- Jones? John yes. Goodman? Oh yeah, John Goodman. Patrick Warburton? <laughs> what a cast! Yeah, he's Kronk! Right! Here, this is it. To the secret lab! Pull the lever, Kronk. Run lever! <laughs> <laughs> Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> Get out of my way! <laughs> Wrong lever! <laughs> I don't know. Okay, why does she even have that lever? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love that movie. It's only like an hour and 15 minutes long. Uh, wow, I gotta watch that again. You also had Atlantis, The Lost Empire. I never did see that. Which I did not like. I saw that in the theater and remember being very disappointed. Yeah. And hour and 18 minutes. The Emperor's New Groove is an hour and 18 minutes. You you figure what? 6 to 8 minutes for credits? <laughs> you got yeah. a you got a 70 minute movie. All right, I'll pop that in. Uh oh, then you got Lilo and Stitch, which I don't know if that might have been after your time. I think I've seen it. I didn't care for so it. So that was one of my obsessions yeah. growing up. Yeah. Did you know this? I'm just reading this on Wikipedia now. Based on an unpublished children's book, Night Flyers, by George R. R. Martin. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They they based it off a George R. R. Martin book. Wow. It's a short story. Yeah, a science fiction novella. Night Flyers. Treasure Planet. Ugh. Brother Bear. Ugh. Yeah, you had a you had a real lull there. Yeah. Those movies that I mentioned are the, the cream of the crop. And those were, yeah, those were when you were a kid. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, Little Mermaid's really when it kicked They off. literally call that the Disney Renaissance, though. Google it. <laughs> Would you, but uh, I feel like if you go into the 70s, if you go Jungle, 101 Dalmatians, Jungle Book, The Aristocats, Robin Hood, and Winnie the Pooh, Fox and the Hound. I think I go with that run. I like more. Nah. Peter Pan. 
in the 50s. 89 to 99 is the decade. Uh, the Disney Renaissance refers to the decade from 89 to 99 in which Walt Disney Studio Animation Studios returned to producing critically and commercially successful animated films that were mostly based on well-known stories, much like the studio did in the era of Walt Disney. You know, this was the time after after Walt Disney was dead. <laughs> oh. You know, and, and Roy Disney dead. <laughs> wow. Dude, look at Disney's first five movies. Oh, yeah. L- listen to this run. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, and Bambi. Yep. They, those were released from 1937 with Snow White, and then between 40 and 42 was Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, Bambi. Yep. All five classics. They were five yep. and oh. Yep. Man, Disney had some great ones. Peter Pan. Sleeping Beauty. I love it. And why? See, make more good cartoons. Yeah. Why are you wasting your time with all these remakes? Yeah. And then you have, uh, yeah, the recent renaissance, if you want to call it that, is, uh, I guess, Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, and Moana. Yeah. Pretty good run. Yeah. Pretty good run. Nothing beats Lion King, though, for me. Mm. Aladdin. Nothing beats Lion King. Aladdin. Aladdin's great, though, too. Cool. Well, should we get the hell out of here? I think we should. I think we've kept people company on their Valentine's Day. We have. As you lay in bed, (laughs) flipping through your porn selection. I I didn't know what we were going to be flipping there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, hey, I have to do, I have to say something. Yeah. Our, our website's now on, on too many thoughts media. Yes, as it has been. And you guys have had a few interviews. Oh, yeah, we have. Yeah. Have you seen those? I have. Yeah. Have you listened? I have. Did you like them? I did. Oh, good. I thought you guys you guys need to introduce yourself, though. I don't know who's who. Okay. I, I, need, um, I need to know who's talking. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll remember to do that. Yeah. That's true, because we did get a few more listeners because of it. Yeah. And you're probably right. We should introduce ourselves. Yeah. It's such a clusterfuck on that show because there's four of us. <laughs> it really is. That's the problem. And our second guest, Catherine, who was on um, for the movie that we did, yeah, um, immediately was like, "Okay, like two of you sound like twelve year olds." Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't as she wasn't as much fun as the first guy. Oh, the first guy was awesome, he, and he, I know Catherine was very nice. By the way, yeah. she was very sweet to me. Oh, I don't yeah. want to bash Catherine; she was great, and we'll yeah. probably have her on again sometime. He uh, hated you, by the way. <laughs> Oh my god. So can we talk about let's talk about this. He this was is annoyed great. at you. This is fucking great. So why don't you tell it the way that you heard it? Nico asks the dumbest fucking questions. <laughs> and pisses off his guests. That's so all he here's, does. So our guest is this guy named Andrew Drury. And we had done this documentary series on Netflix the week before called Dark Tourist. And he was featured on this show, Dark Tour. The right. same guy that did Tickled is, yep. does this show. Yeah. And but this Andrew, isn't the Tickled guy you interviewed. No. No. This guy was one of his companions and is an adventure tourist himself. And he's 
like spends his vacations in war zones and shit. Right. Like hanging out with with uh, you know Iraqi soldiers. Yep. So yeah, go ahead. And you just asked stupid questions, and it pissed him off. <laughs> so I only asked one stupid question. <laughs> oh, it was the stupid question I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, I I thought I was making an interesting point, but I guess I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I go to the guy. I say I was you know watching this clip. Of him getting shot at by ISIS. Right. And mm-hmm. it struck me how calm everybody was. Yep. Like everybody was just like very chill and they were cracking jokes and laughing as they were under fire. And so I meant to make a point about how scary it is that this is just normal life for them. But I phrased it in the worst way possible. I go, man, this clip looks so mundane. Yeah. And he goes, what the fuck are you talking about in his British accent? <laughs> what the fuck you mean mundane? I was um, getting shot. <laughs> and I had to like walk it back and defend myself because I didn't want to piss the guy oh, off. Oh, God. It's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, you can find that clip on uh, Why Is This a Thing? It's on the website, too many thoughts, media.com. But uh, yeah, not my best moment. Mm-hmm. It was funny. But he was very nice afterwards. He, he offered is. to come on and Skype us uh, when he's in Iraq. Yeah. Next time he goes. So I, we'll get an interview that. with him then. He he does seem like a nice guy. He liked yeah. you guys. He really did. Yeah. It's, he was very enthusiastic to come on, yeah. by the way. And that's weird. Um, we, we had tweeted out the link to the previous podcast, and he responded on Twitter within like a half hour. Yeah, it's really, saying, it's really bizarre that he wanted to come on. <laughs> yeah. And, no, he was so enth- – and I like messaged him a couple hours later, hey, you want to come on the podcast and talk? And within five minutes, he was like, sure. You have a Skype? I'll set you up on Skype. Wow. And added me on Skype. I didn't even have to add him. Wow. He asked for my username and added me. Jesus. And then we did the call. Um, but it was very cool. It was, it, was, it was a fun interview. Yeah. Uh, and we should actually do more of those. That That's one of the goals of uh, the next couple of months here. And we, we definitely need to get on a pressure luck person yes. or someone to speak to the Michael Larson thing. Yes. Because uh, we haven't had guests in so long. No. So. I'd love that. Yeah. All right. Well, too many thoughts media.com or two cents radio.com. Yes, it'll take you to the same place. There you go. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, that's it. Everything's on there. There you go. Yeah, same with me. Twitter.com slash RobRFF. Thanks for listening. This was fun. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good one, you guys. Happy Valentine's Day, and we'll talk to you soon.